Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash hole. And if you love a Reddit story, please consider hitting that subscribe today and getting involved with the channel. We have just over a week left of Spooky Month, so if you do want to enter our Halloween competition and potentially win a hoodie, a t-shirt, whatever, come get involved over on Discord. All the rules are in there in the contest section. Feel free to get involved. It's free. There's no pressure on you to do so, though. (laughs) Let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story does follow with an update. It's from Annoyed Late who says, Am I the arsehole for not telling my parents that I converted? So I, 28 female, for background context, was raised Hindu and had two very strict parents growing up. My dad was very emotionally distant and had a lot of problematic views about all kinds of people. My mother was overly controlling and spent most of my teenage years trying to make me the ideal version of a daughter she had in mind. I resented my family hugely and as soon as I had the chance, I ran away to university and never really looked back. Nowadays, I keep them at arm's length and only see them twice a year or so, but I'm planning on cutting them off pretty soon. So I met Zach, 32 male, through work and we've been together for about four years now. He had a totally different upbringing to me and when he proposed two and a half years ago, I decided to convert to his faith. I didn't do it purely for him or anything because I'd been interested in his religion for a while and so when he proposed, I kickstarted the process. The conversion process was finally completed back in July and then a month later, we married. I dote on my in-laws and the way they treat me with love and kindness has always shocked me a little because I never had it growing up. I didn't invite my parents or anybody in my family because I know they would have absolutely disapproved of Zach, mainly because he's not Indian or Hindu. Me and Zach don't plan on having kids for a few years, but the agreement would be that our kids will grow up exposed to Indian culture and will grow up the two Indian languages I grew up speaking but they'd also be raised as reformed Jews until they were old enough to make an informed decision about what they wanted to be. One of my cousins dropped by completely by surprise last week and was totally surprised to find Zach in my apartment. She noticed our wedding picture and stormed out of the apartment. Long story short, my phone is now blowing up with messages from multiple family members saying I've betrayed them and that their parents are going to die from grief. I've had a voice call from my mother screaming at me of how I failed them once again as a daughter by ditching the religion I was born with and that I've always been a failure. I've blocked their numbers for the sake of my sanity. Zach suggested leaving the country and I'm seriously thinking about it. Am I the arsehole? Zach's family insisted I'm not and they personally think my family are psychos but at the same time all the guilt tripping I'm being put through is starting to get to me. I know converting is a huge deal and everything, but at the same time, I doubt my parents would have been supportive. 
Now, it's a not the arsehole from me, and I will say, you know, I'm not a religious person myself, but I do respect anyone that is religious. And you made that choice to convert, and it was your personal choice, and it's been... And it sounds like it's been a wonderful process for you. Meeting Zach, converting to his religion and being a part of his family sounds like it's just been 100% a positive experience. Your family members, um, sure, they may be shocked from what they've seen, but to, to immediately turn on you like that, blowing up your phone saying they're going to die from grief because of it and they've had, a, they've had a voice call from your mother screaming at how you failed them once again as a daughter. I mean, it says it all to me there as people talking to your daughter in that way so yeah absolutely not the asshole to me and before we go to the update we'll cover a couple of comments we'll start with irritated mango who says not the asshole you made your own informed decision about something that literally doesn't harm anyone your parents are most likely lashing out because it doesn't look good for their image in the community sad i know but it's a good possibility edit and mazeltov i have a few friends who are jewish and from what i've heard converting to judaism is no easy feat well done, and you go enjoy your life with Zach. Wow, and that gave me some flashbacks to when I first, one of the first times, well, not probably the first time, but one of the main times I learned about Judaism, and guess where it was from? From a cartoon called Hey Arnold. I don't know if you remember that. And there was a, there was a kid in there, I can't remember his name, who was having a bar mitzvah, and it went through the story of him having to go through that and learn, and had to learn certain things. And I remember it being a bloody hard thing, <laughs> even in the cartoon, you know? So yeah. But JTJ says, not the arsehole. Ultra-conservative part of India culture is extremely outdated, controlling, and dangerous. They treat you not as their children, but their property and an extension of themselves. I'd be concerned for your safety and leave the country. When they treat you as property, they are not beyond harming you. OP replied to that saying, I agree fully. Hence why Zach suggested leaving the country now, as opposed to next year when I wanted to go no contact. Boring Ghoul says, You're not the asshole for converting, but it's worth mentioning you've been maintaining a somewhat cordial relationship with them and haven't even told them that you were married. I don't think you're an asshole for that, but you're just dragging out unnecessary drama for yourself by compiling all of these huge secrets. Either cut the cord and stop contacting as you plan to do, or be honest. Not for them, but for you. They're not entitled to anything from you, but you owe yourself to live an honest and secretless life. Fishbait60 says, not the arsehole. I have little doubt that the extent of your parents' behavior is procedurally abusive. And you have done the right thing to move on with your life and pursue your own happiness. If they're unwilling to accept your choices as an adult, then they do not have the privilege of being in your life. Full stop. Wishing you all the best, OP. A firm and steadfast, not the arsehole. OP replies one more time saying, they were very emotionally abusive growing up for sure. It sounds terrible, but it wasn't until I met Zach's family when I realized how messed up my upbringing was. Now we're going to move on to the update to see what that says. So update. Hi, I28 female posted a few weeks ago explaining how my family had found out that I converted to reform Judaism from Hinduism and married my Jewish husband behind their back. Most of you told me that I wasn't the arsehole for telling them this. Thank you for that. It really helped me with feeling like I'd been a terrible daughter. So I'm updating if anyone's interested. Me and Zach ended our tenancy at our apartment, have temporarily moved to Scotland, and are currently in the process of moving to the Netherlands, where his aunts and uncles live. They knew about how bad my family were, but they didn't realize the full scale of it until my mother-in-law told them straight after I had a nervous breakdown over the messages my family were leaving me. Immediately, they offered to take us in, and one of his uncles offered to help sort out a work permit for me. 
Zach has an Irish passport, so the whole process is a lot smoother for him. My work couldn't sort out my transfer until next year, so I took up on that offer and I'm finishing off sending the documents I need for my work permit. His aunt mentioned our situation to a friend of hers, and that friend's offered to let us rent a small flat he has until we can properly find our feet. We had a talk and I'm going to change my name to my Jewish name instead to avoid being found. Thankfully, Zach has a very common Dutch surname, and my name is shortened to a fairly English one anyway, so for the time being, it's a start. Thank you for all the support. The kindness of Zach's family and their friends continues to blow me away, and I can't believe I found my circle. This whole experience of being found out as having converted was very emotionally draining, but I'm glad it's almost over. And I think this is a positive update as we're going to get in this situation. I think OP is doing completely the right thing from what the comments were saying in the previous post. And what about OP's new family? How wonderful are they and how supportive are they? And I think like they said, and it made me grin when she said, I think I found my circle. And that is absolutely amazing. Well done, OP. And let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Kenak Halloween, who says, am I the asshole for not allowing a woman to go into my backyard because I'm living in a childhood home? I was home alone and my fiance was at work. We live in a nice home in a very safe part of town. It was 1 p.m. and I was doing the dishes when all of a sudden the doorbell rang. I went to check the peephole and it was a woman and man I didn't recognize. I opened the door and asked them if they needed help. The woman introduced herself as Lacey and the man was her fiance, Todd. Lacey told me she lived in my house when she was a little girl. She wanted to look at my backyard since that is where she had her fondest memories. I told her no and it visibly upset her. Her fiancé said it would only take three minutes but I told them I didn't know them and I was uncomfortable. Lacey then told me I knew kindness was very rare these days and they left. Am I the arsehole? And there is an edit like with a, a tiny little update and some additional information. So I think it's best that we covered this one after the comments. But instantly, this is a big no from me from a safety point of view. As you said, you don't know these people. You are home alone. It's an absolute no. It's dodgy times. Well, it's always been dodgy times, isn't it? And you have to protect yourself these days. There's a lot of dodgy stuff that goes on. And I'm only thinking about this like when on my on local Facebooks and stuff like that, there's always like pictures of marks on the floor outside people's houses where they're where people say about dog nappers and and various things and using ways of getting in your house. And I'm not sure if all those are true. You know, some of them may not be true and but some of them may be at the same time. So purely from a safety standpoint, I'm going to have to say not the arsehole in this one at all. But Xander the Sheepdog says not the arsehole. No, just no, full stop. This is becoming a common tactic with home invaders, at least in my area. They will ask to tour a house because one of them grew up there. If it appears that this person is home alone, they will assault them and rob the house. Little Red Carnation replies that saying, Someone tried to pull that on my cousin last year, who lives in her grandmother's house that was bought in the 60s. Someone in their 30s tried to claim they grew up there. My cousin went, that's funny because my nana's has owned and lived in this house since 1963 and called the cops. Using their cameras, the cops recognized the person as a home invader slash rapist they've been looking for and caught them. Username says not the arsehole. Unfortunately, we live in a scary world and even in situations that appear innocent, you never know what's going on with people. You are home alone, so you took the safest route of not allowing them on your property. 
Lurid says, not the asshole. I understand wanting to see your child at home when you're an adult, but at the same time, it was your child at home and someone else lives there. No one is obligated to let someone they don't know into their home, yard, etc. for that reason. Last Resort Friend says, not the asshole. How did you know Lacey and Todd weren't scouting the place out for a robbery or home invasion under the guise of a feel-good lie? Why would Lacey and Todd make no contact or effort in getting to know you a little before showing up at your doorstep and expecting to be let into the property? OP did good. Don't doubt yourself with this stuff. Sinor Scuzzbucket says, not the arsehole. They'll survive this massive injustice. Now we're going to check out the little edits to see what that says. So edit, yikes. Just ask my neighbor who lived in her home for decades if someone named Lacey lived next to her. She said the previous owners, who she knew fairly well and who themselves lived in the house for a very long time, were childless and weren't close to their families. She never saw a little girl or even heard the name Lacey. Edit 2. Thanks so much for the support. I talked to the police and gave them a description of the creeps. I also told my fiancé and we're getting the security system installed. It really scares me to read the amount of people who are commenting that they would have let these people in. I hope this is a lesson. It sure was for me. Be safe. Your security and well-being is more important than a stranger's feelings. Be kind in other ways. And I did go back through the comments. I was trying to find some of those ones that said, you know, you should let them in, but I couldn't locate any. I mean, there's over 1,500 comments at this point. So <laughs> let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And if you heard any local things like this going on in your neighborhoods, let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And our next three comes from Jaded Objective 1222, titled Am I the Arsehole for Not Believing My Daughter's Lie and Cancelling Our Weekend? Last week, I went to use my Bluetooth headphones. They were gone out of my bag, where they always are. I asked my daughter if she had them. She's always taken my stuff without asking. I've told her all she has to do is ask when she needs to borrow my stuff. That's all I ask in return. Because I know I won't get it back as she'll deny it. She said no. I was skeptical. She guilt-tripped me saying I never believed her, etc. Which she's not wrong. I don't as she has a history of lying. She's constantly lying to me, even small insignificant things. It's frustrating. I felt awful and apologized, just assumed I left them in the car or somewhere else. I wanted to believe her. Anyway, yesterday I was in her room looking for something I knew she'd borrowed, which I needed back. I didn't go through her stuff or anything of the sort. I respect her privacy. Noticed her makeup bag on the floor and had a look in there for my moisturizer. And there are my headphones. I was not happy. Decided I'd wait to talk to her when I picked her up from her course. When she gets in the car, I tell her I found them and ask why she lied. She keeps saying she doesn't know how they got there, etc., I asked to see her Bluetooth pairings on her phone. 
as if it's not paired, I'd believe her. She wouldn't, we argued about it for at least 10 minutes. She kept up the argument that I wouldn't believe her either way, which I told her, no, that's not true. She just refused to show me. She wouldn't budge and she ended up crying and I could tell she was very stressed. I kept asking to see the pairings, that if she hadn't used them, they wouldn't be in her phone. She ended up getting out of the car and walking off. I watched her and unsurprisingly, she got on her phone straight away. I gave her a couple of minutes for myself and her to calm down and then asked her to get back in the car. I asked again to please just show me her pairings. I wasn't surprised when she showed me straight away. I knew she'd deleted it when she got out. It was just so obvious to me. I said to her, you flat out refused to show me before you had a chance to delete it. You were in obvious distress about showing me. But as soon as you had the chance to delete it and get back in the car, you show me straight away. I wasn't born yesterday. But now I'm the asshole because I said I didn't believe her and now I don't. I'm at my wit's end with her constant lies and deceitful tendencies. I want to believe her. I truly do. It just doesn't make sense for her to not know about them being in a makeup bag when she had makeup on when I picked her up. I'm meant to be taking her and her friend away for a trip this weekend to hot pools and bungee jump. I want to cancel it if she doesn't own up to the truth. Am I the arsehole? Edit for info, she's almost 18. I started to recognize this behavior as an issue from around the age of five. She's been in and out of therapy from the age of 13 to 14. Always stops and refuses to go back after several sessions due to thinking the therapist is a dick. Her words from the most recent one, even though she likes it at first and is open with chatting to me about it again at first. She's had no major trauma that I know of apart from me and her dad splitting when she was three. She was week on, week off with us co-parenting together. And then they have a little update paragraph after this. Now, I think we can see there's definitely something going on here that probably does require therapy that she's been going through and try to keep her in it as, as long as possible. But from the canceling the trip side of things, I think it would probably be the best thing to do in this situation. Just from the fact like it's a consequence of her action. If she's going to keep lying like this, then there needs to be a consequence somewhere along the line. Otherwise, I can only see it getting worse. Be interested to know your take on this one. But designated floater says not the arsehole. Do not let her get away with these lies. She'll become more confident in lying and become an adult that no one can stand. Raw by meowing says not the arsehole. Cancel the trip. Has she had consequences like this in the past? Opie replies saying yes. It got to a point a year and a bit ago when she went to live with her gran. I won't prattle on about the why, but she was lying, stealing, etc. Just bad behavior and I couldn't handle it anymore and its effect on myself my husband and her feelings. I guess it wasn't a consequence, but it was more the outcome. She ended up getting kicked out of her grands and living with a friend of her father's, my ex. That situation burnt to the ground for reasons she told me one thing, I heard another, but I wanted to believe her. So I said she could come back, but I wouldn't put up with the previous behavior. Over the last few months though, it's coming back more and more every week. Cerevian says, not the arsehole, you didn't believe her because she very obviously deleted the evidence before getting back in the car to show you. That's not clearing her name, it's showing how far she's willing to go to lie. Punishment comes with lying. Cancel the weekend and don't feel bad about it. She may see you as the arsehole, but she's the child and you are the adult. You aren't there to make friends with her, you're there to parent her. Lying and stealing gets you jail when you're an adult. She needs to know that these sort of things have consequences. No one knows says, I think you have bigger problems here. Consult with a family therapist or psychologist. 
and one more from Candy Shop who says not the arsehole and I'm answering as someone who has been like your daughter. A pathological liar needs therapy to figure out why they feel the need to lie and how to combat it. I'm not going to say cancel or don't cancel but definitely try and get it into therapy. And the little update says, anyway, little update. She rang me, I completely avoided the subject of asking her her honesty entirely and went straight to asking her if she'd be open to trying therapy again. She lost it on me, started saying very hurtful things and even said she'd be spending Christmas at her dad's. No idea where that came from. I let her finish and asked what time she will be home and we need to sit down and have a chat. I told her I won't be angry, we just need to talk. She's not coming home tonight apparently. I didn't get a chance to let her know I will be cancelling the weekend as she hung up on me after telling me she wasn't coming home. Thank you to everyone that's taken the time to comment not the arsehole or you're the arsehole. It's all helped. I've tried to keep up, but there's so many. I will do my best to answer. Now, what do you guys think is going on in this situation? What would you advise OP to do if daughter's refusing therapy with her just being under 18? What more can you do? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Throwaway Squid Game titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Taking the Blame for a Prank Gone Wrong? I, 15 female, have always been into crafts and stuff and got a cricket maker. I've, now I've got to stop there. Some people call it cricket and some people call it cricket in the UK. So I'm never sure which one. <laughs> for my birthday about two months ago. My friend, who is really good with Photoshop and stuff, is always sending me cool things to make. And about a week ago, he asked me to cut out replicas of the cards they send out to the poor people in Squid Game. I asked him what they were for, and he said it was a surprise. I went along with it and engraved and cut out about 20 copies for him. A week later, the vice principal calls me into the office, and she asked me if I made these, and then she hands me one of the cards I made. I say that I made them for my friend because he asked me to and I showed her the Discord chat logs to prove it. Then she sent me back to the class. My friend comes up to me really angry looking. I asked him what happened and apparently he put the cards into the teacher's mailboxes at my high school friend's office and got caught. He then tried to pass the blame onto me, saying that I was the one behind the whole prank. He just delivered them. He is mad at me now because I showed that was a lie to the vice principal and he is going to have detention tomorrow. Some of my other friends are saying that I should have somehow told her I was the one who thought of the idea. Am I the arsehole? So this so-called friend blamed you and wanted you to take the blame for this situation. Absolutely not the arsehole. All you did was made it for your friend. You didn't know what the friend was going to do with it. They tried pulling a stupid prank, got caught, and you know now they're facing the consequences of their own actions. Absolutely not the arsehole from me but substantial pin 5012 says not the arsehole and none of your friends who wanted you to take the blame are not good friends period what have i done says not the arsehole and lose the friends asap vird says not the arsehole your friends are literally trying to get you to take the blame for someone else's idea your friend didn't tell you what they would use it for so you acted in good faith without any knowledge of what your friend would do In no way should you even consider taking the blame for it. And I would consider taking a look and saying, wow, is this person really my friend? Will they try and do this to me again? Chubby White Boy says, not the arsehole. He literally tried to throw you under the bus and instead you reverse carded him. He has no right to be angry. 
And one more from Fast Yellow Tuesday who says, not the asshole. If your friend wants you to lie to save him, he has to tell you ahead of time. You didn't rat him out. He set that whole thing up himself. Entirely his fault. Now, what do you guys think of this one? I think it can only be a not the arsehole in this situation, unless you have another take on the matter. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories, liking the videos, getting involved, subscribing, all that good stuff. I can never thank you for how much you do and the difference you make. It truly does mean the world. There is a playlist on your screen right now with playlists that you can click and it will scroll through the videos for you so you don't have to keep finding new videos to do it. You can just chill out, relax, have a little cheeky nap. Why the hell not? <laughs> and, and just get involved. Thank you so much, guys, and I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.